1: Launching kids into the world is no joke, whether you're sending your kid to kindergarten or off to college. Some days we wonder if we're doing anything right.
2: One thing is for sure, we all want to do it well. Hi, I'm Jamie, mom of four. And I'm Lisa, mom of three. We're here to help and encourage you in your parenting journey, never perfect, always honest, and in the trenches with you. We're experienced, but not experts. You ready? Let's Let's launch. launch. So I remember we took this trip to the beach, and I don't remember how old Shay was. Probably, I don't know, maybe starting to be the tween, Mm -hmm. the tween age, you know, the most awkward stage in the entire world. Oh, every young girl that age, I I feel for her. I go back to it, and I'm like, oh. But I remember we went to the beach, and I remember that she was wearing a bathing suit, and shorts Mm -hmm. on top of her bathing suit. And I remember asking her, and she didn't take her shorts off ever. Like she'd wear them in the ocean. She'd just wear them all the time. And I remember asking her, Shay, are you going to take your shorts off? Why don't you take your shorts off? And I remember her saying, no, I I just, I don't really want to take them off. You know, she didn't really go into why, and I didn't press her about Mm -hmm. it. But at that moment, it clicked in my brain. All of a sudden, well, she's watched me because I don't take my shorts off. Mm. When I go to the beach, I wear a bathing suit, but I always wear shorts. Mm-hmm. Like, I never take my shorts off. Yeah, And I thought, she's watched me. You know, I've just – I've modeled this. And so somewhere in her little brain, there's been something. Yeah. Like, you don't – a woman doesn't take her shorts off. Yeah. Or a woman should be embarrassed to – wear a bathing suit without shorts or whatever the case may be. And so, you know, I thought to myself at the time, oh, man, I hate to pass on my bondage to her. Like, she should be free Mm -hmm. to wear this bathing suit without shorts, right? So this whole conversation about bodies, I I told you off air, this is a tender one for me. This is hard. Yeah. And so you know we're we're coming into it i feel safe sitting across from you i know there's so many people listening that this is this is tender for them mm-hmm. whether it's tender because it's tender for them personally because for them there's been a body yep. shaming or feeling or trauma mm-hmm. or whatever or they have a child that they're they're dealing with weight issues or whatever the case may be man it's this is just so tough jamie it's so tough yeah and so here we are here's what we want to say like we're coming into this with open hands open hearts um prayer Mm -hmm. love tenderness and um an awareness that we we don't have all of or any (laughs) of the answers here but we're just bringing forth our our words that we want to offer yeah so i think what I'd love to talk about is a couple of things. I'd love to talk about sort of approaching this from us as women mm-hmm. if we have daughters, what that looks like generationally. Mm-hmm. Because here's the deal, a lot of us haven't dealt with our own stuff. We don't want to bring it into our to our daughter. Yeah. But if we haven't dealt with our own stuff, at some point that's going to come out. And then even like if we have sons, mm-hmm. how do we move forward in a way that our sons honor women to know that we are so much more than our bodies? Yeah. So I think I think it's kind of a twofold conversation. It
1: is a twofold conversation. As you were talking, I just kept thinking about how when body image, body conversations have come up in my parenting. What I have realized pretty quickly is that I'm usually parenting out of my own insecurities. Mm-hmm. I'm usually parenting out of my own wounds.
2: Mm.
1: I'm usually parenting out of things that I haven't dealt with. Yeah, which you know, Elisa Keaton's coming up, and she's been one of my greatest teachers. Yours as Same. well in this yeah. of really dealing with our own stuff because it's hard to parent in yeah. that way. Um, I think also you and I both are childs of the 80s and 90s and. <laughs> Growing up in evangelical Christian world, um, especially in the South, um, we got – I remember growing up feeling these mixed, mixed messages that the world was saying, show me more of your body, and the church was saying, cover up, or it's your fault if men fail. Yeah, And so I had a hard time as a teenager really kind of like – I mean, I wasn't walking with the Lord, so it wasn't really that hard, but I still felt both of those messages. And so I even find myself coming into parenting a Mm -hmm. daughter – Mm. and going, how do I want to teach her about this so that she doesn't feel shame, yeah, but she also feels confident, and she also knows that she's more than her body. Right. Because that's where it was like the church was telling me I was just my body, so you better cover it up. The world was telling me you're just your body, so show it all. Mm. So I was just like parenting a daughter to know
2: your body is not the best or worst thing about you. mm it is so true. I mean, Jamie, when I think about what we as women have been through with our bodies. Mm-hmm. Like just pause. The trauma that has been done to us, the trauma that we have done to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we so so just think about it. So all we've been through all this Now we're trying to navigate parenting. Mm -hmm. These precious babies that have beautiful gifts from God in the form of a body. You know, we're all human. We're all trying to do our best and we're working with what we have. Yeah, And we're being fed all these messages as you just spoke of from culture. Mm -hmm. Then we have some... Issues from our childhood or our experiences from maybe a church denominational, whatever the case may be. um, The modesty piece comes into Mm -hmm. it and all of those things, purity culture, perhaps. Yeah. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's just a lot. And so, uh, you know, I I think there's just so much here that deserves uh, grace around it and the acknowledgement i think the acknowledgement that that it that it is a lot mm-hmm. and that we don't fully know exactly what to do in many cases i mean yeah. i think i've been at a loss at times mm-hmm. because there's been times i've wanted to get really healthy in my body yeah and i've thought but if i do something and change my eating plan in front of my daughter? Mm -hmm. Will she notice? Of course she will. And then think in some way that this type of food isn't good, or I'm in some way insinuating something on her. And so those things are complex. Very complex. One of the things that I have started really realizing, and man, I'm late to this game. I am such a late bloomer in so many ways. Jamie, you'd think at this point I would know a lot more. But I, I think... One of the things I think is really important in this conversation, and we have touched on it in already thirty different ways, Mm -hmm. which is whether it's you—you are more than your body, or you know how to navigate this conversation. It is helping our children understand that we are a created being of body, mind, and spirit, Mm -hmm. which Elisa Keaton is so amazing to talk about, and she's Mm -hmm. our expert on this show, but. I don't know that for a lot of my life I understood right. the complexity of that yeah. that when we were created we were created body mind and spirit. Mm-hmm. We, we know this according to scripture but yeah. really though. Yeah. So our body is a part of that intricate process. Mm-hmm. So therefore it is really important that we take care of our body. Yeah. Now within that we have different metabolisms. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, different uh, you know, body structures and all these kinds of things, and so then you get into comparisons mm-hmm. and all of that. That can be very toxic. Then you add trauma to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say this: a lot of us need to go to counseling over yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, can I just just say that yeah. blunt, mm-hmm. pl- bluntly? We need we need to do some counseling over yeah. it because as we try to parent our children in this, there's complexity, mm-hmm. and so I think. Sometimes we're just trying to do our best, and we say things, and sometimes we make some some real blunders in the process. Yeah. So there's grace to cover that. Um, I also think we need to be real honest about it and say, you know, obviously I don't know everything, honey. I, I'm trying to do the best I can, yeah. but you know, we we do need to be very careful about it because we've got kids that are watching us. Yeah. We've got sons that need to grow up to honor women for being more than their body. Yeah.
1: As a parent of a teen and also a young adult, but my teen daughter, I'm constantly looking for resources to help her grow in her faith and make it her own. At my house, Light Speaks Loudest is one of my favorites. The Light Speaks Loudest team creates quarterly subscription boxes specifically to help teen girls better love themselves, others, and God. My daughter's story is 15, and her and I both love Light Speaks Loudest because their boxes are full of authentic and trendy items like devotionals, journals, self-care items, and other accessories to encourage girls. She loves getting mail that is just specifically for her, and I love what's in the box that's just specifically for her. Each season has a unique theme designed around relevant, important topics like body image, friendship, rest, purpose, kindness, and so much more. Plus they support at least one teen business in every single box. I say it all the time. It is a tough time to be a teen girl right now with everything that our teenagers are facing from mental health struggles to peer pressure, to loneliness to trying to understand their identity in Christ. And I'm really grateful as a mom to have Light Speaks Loudest as a partner in the process of helping my daughter and all the girls that they work with navigate these challenges with hope. You guys, if you also want to give your teen girl in your life a gift that's both authentic and fun, visit lightspeaksloudest.com. You can learn all about their subscription options. You can become a member today. You can get 10% off your first subscription box when you use promo code JAMIE10. That's lightspeaksloudest.com. Use promo code JAMIE, J-A-M-I-E, 10. Anxiety and depression are hard enough for adults to deal with. They're really incredibly hard for our children to deal with them as well. I've said it before, us Ivies, we are very, very much big fans of counseling. If you are a parent like me and you've seen your kids have to struggle with some mental health issues, I want to introduce you to Foundations Family Therapy and their online courses. Foundations Family Therapy is a group practice of licensed therapists who have created self-paced, video-based courses for topics like parenting young, anxious children. Their team understands that sometimes therapy is not attainable in the season of life that parents are in, and it can also be hard to find a therapist. So these courses are a great resource for getting some professional guidance. Three of their most popular courses include From Surviving to Thriving, Beating the Worry Monster, and Combating New Parent Anxiety. All of their content is created from a Christian perspective and led by a licensed marriage and family therapist. You'll get video teachings, print resources, activities to practice, and next steps for thriving. Foundations Family Therapies courses include eight therapy sessions worth of information and are offered for the price of just one therapy session. Launch listeners can get 20% off any of these online courses. Visit foundationsft.com slash courses. Use the code Launch for twenty percent off any of their online courses. It's so good, and I think that this is probably an area of parenting that unexpectedly has been so hard. Yes, I just would have never imagined like that this would be difficult. I, I mean, just. I would have never had any idea how hard it would be on both fronts, daughters and sons. Yeah. And um, at our house, we're really trying to focus on a whole person, mm. you know, instead of just the body. I saw this the other day and I sent it to Aaron and I was like, these are 10 compliments to give girls that have nothing to do with looks. Oh, I, mean, and I love I was it like, already. this is so great. I'm like, I want us to remember this with our daughter. You're brave, you're a leader, you're creative, you're capable. Your enthusiasm is infectious. You're thoughtful. You're a good friend. You're a hard worker. You're brilliant. You're powerful. And I want that to be more in my language, more than just like, oh, you look cute today or your hair looks awesome or I like the way your eye makeup is, which all of those things, my daughter's phenomenal at doing makeup. And I say those things to her all the time. Yeah, But really trying to encompass that whole body, I, that whole person, mm. like you are a whole person, body, mind, and spirit, yeah. because our kids... And this is just this isn't just teenagers. Our kids are living in a day and age that the world is saying, and I don't mean that in a weird world versus church thing. I just mean culture around us is pointing that everything revolves around your body. Yes. Everything. Even on the flip side, and we talk about this a little bit, we won't go there too much, but even on the flip side of like, your body's amazing, you're amazing, all the things. Yeah, It is both ways that the culture is telling us your body is the most important thing about you. And when we're talking about sons, you have two sons, I have three sons, For me, one of the things that we've always tried to do in our house is to never objectify women, Mm. ever. And it seems like that seems easy. But I mean, a girl on the TV, oh my gosh, she's so hot or that kind of like, no, we're not doing that. Or even me just innocently saying like, oh my gosh, is she my age? I wouldn't say this in front of my boys, but like, look at her boobs. They look so great. Even that, like, I don't want to do that because I don't want the conversation to lend towards I am just focused on someone's body. And I said this already. I would say that this is one of the most unexpected, didn't know how hard it would be. And I also want to say is that I think our kids also want to hear from us when we mess up all the time. Agree. But then a mom to a daughter, this gets me a little teary-eyed to say, I'm really sorry that that conversation happened, or that's not what I meant, or that wasn't appropriate what I said, or... I, I wish I wouldn't have, whatever it might be, mm. like to apologize and not just apologize, but then s- loop back around to like, this is the kind of woman I want to be. Mm. And I'm trying to get there to let them know this is a journey. Yeah. Like we're all having to overcome things from our past, from things we heard our parents say, from things we heard our dads say about women. Like we're just all trying to figure this out. And so even be- being willing to come to your kids and say, I'm really sorry that you that I said that. Yeah, that
2: wasn't all right. Yeah, the humility of that, and then even the specifics of the humility uh-huh. of that, like, and 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 here's, like, here's how I feel like this wasn't good. Yeah, this didn't work well. Mm-hmm. Let me not just give a blanket like I'm sorry, but this is this was not a good statement, or, and yeah. this is why it wasn't good. And it just goes such a long way. It goes it's such so a long important way. to model that. Yeah, I, I was. I was thinking too that recently I, I felt convicted even myself of those compliments that I often give my girlfriends, mm-hmm. women. I mean, look, I, I love a cute shirt, and I love all day. I, I love to compliment. You look so cute today, right? Lisa. Exactly, like that kind of thing. <laughs> right? Exactly. But I also do want my friends, I do want other women to know that they are more than just that because for so long it has been about that, mm-hmm. and you know, the body, the looks, whatever, and. What happens is I've I've observed in my own life, even with other friends, when we get used to that being our language, Mm -hmm. right? Or or what we it's like it's like a psychological thing. We don't even really pay attention to it. We don't really even know what's going in here. But we begin to look for it. And if we don't hear it, then what happens is we begin to go, Oh, I don't look cute today. Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody told me that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I must, there must be something wrong. Or, you know, even like compliments about weight. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are really, really tricky because yeah. if someone says, Oh, you look like you lost weight, well, then you notice that I was obviously heavy before. <laughs> right. You know, and, and, and I know we can get, you know, too in our heads about these things, but yeah. let me tell you something. As a woman who has been a lifelong Dieter, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. I know about every calorie count, every carb count. I have been loved for my body. Mm-hmm. I have had my body made fun of. Mm. I, i've I've lived this, Janie. So for me, I don't want people talking about my body anymore. Mm. I want you to say, Lisa, I think you're beautiful. I think you're smart. I think you're capable because here's the thing. You hit 50 years old and you hit menopause and here's what happens. You're going to get a little fluffier and I don't want to be disregarded or have to keep up with a 25-year-old, 28-year-old, even 35-year-old Lisa, 40-year-old Lisa, my word. Your, our bodies change. Mm-hmm. Our kids' bodies change. Yeah. We can't be just about our bodies and if we as mothers, if we as parents are sending a signal, and by the way, guys are not off the hook. No, they're Let not. me just go ahead and say, there's a whole culture of like this, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. There's a whole culture of like this, the fitness bros and all that stuff. And I, I'm into working out. I think it's important. Uh, I think that we should take care of our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Elisa Keaton coming on uh-huh. again, who's, you know, she's. She loves to help us move our body. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it, but I'm all about it from a place of health mm-hmm. and longevity and not necessarily and, and not at all about a further ways to feed our ego yeah. or be about, look at me, it's about my body. Because mm-hmm. remember, body, mind, spirit. Yeah. It is a totality of all of that working together. And so what signal are we sending to our kids mm-hmm. if our obsession becomes about anything related to our body, whether right. it be exercise, whether it be over dieting mm-hmm. or dieting at all or whatever, yeah. whether, you know, calorie deficit, mm-hmm. whether it be um, focus on looks mm-hmm. of like, even like beauty. Yeah, I'm just saying like, overall, we have got to help our kids understand that it's about much more.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that one of the things that we talked about this before we even knew we were going to talk about this today, there were a bunch of women in a room and we started talking about um, not our bodies. I was about to say I'm very proud of us because one of the things that I've grown in in this area is that I no longer want to lose weight. I no longer want to look a certain way. I want to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so forward, I'm, forward, I'm about to be 45. I'm looking at the next decade going, I want to feel good. And so for me, I want to have that type of language with my kids. Yeah. Is it like... I wanna take care of my body because God gave it to me, because it's a gift, because yes. it's good, not because I want to look a certain way, because let's just be honest, listen, I got a full time job. I got kids, I can't be I couldn't do that if I tried. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. It's just that's a full time job. And so um changing the way that we talk about our bodies with our kids, modeling this healthy attitude towards it, modeling the idea that it is not just our bodies, but there's more to us. That I think is one of the biggest ways that we empower our kids, our girls, and our boys to not just love their bodies, but to love their whole selves and to not be so focused on just their bodies.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I think, um, you know, I hope that one of the things that we've gotten across here is, you know, if you are carrying shame, if you are carrying, you know, guilt, whether it be from something that's happened to you or that you have done to your own body,
1: percent, like statistics say, most people listening probably are.
2: I mean, and, and you know, and and eating disorders mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah,
1: I mean, eating disorders am- are among the deadliest mental illness, second only to opioid o- overdo- overdose. Mm-hmm. That's high, very high. Yeah,
2: very high. And 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 you know, the thing about it is, Jamie, is that those things carry over many times into our adulthood right. and into our parenting. And then, you know, we get pregnant and then we have our, our body changes mm-hmm. and all of those things. And so we can't think, oh, that's just a college disease Mm-mm. or that's just a, you know, whatever. And so, you know, if if we need to deal with something in that area yeah. so that we can be healed and be he- and healthy and move forward with, with, mm-hmm. with our kids, it's worth it. Yeah. It's, a, it's worth it for us. And, and then the way that we parent our kids moving forward. And let's just say this it is never too late. It's never too late.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's the good news for us today. That's always
2: the good news. Never too late. I want to
1: tell you something that our family uses to help with healthy boundaries around technology. And most importantly, to stay present during family time. We love family time at our house. And what I know to be true is that our time is limited. We want to reclaim our time and establish healthy tech habits for our kids and our family. 90% of the time that we have with our kids occurs before they're 18. I'm living that life right now. And we know that our screen time is the biggest battle in most families today. I want to tell you about RO. RO is a whole family solution that aligns our actions with our intentions. Aro is a technology solution for our technology dependence that combines the power of a motivational habit-forming app with the beauty of a defined place for our smartphone. So they have an app that's going to keep track of the habits that you're taking to spend time away from your phone. And they have a really, really great box that sits on our kitchen counter where you can all place your phones in them so they can all be away from you during family times. Things like family dinners. Hey, we're all going to put our phones up. RO is an invitation to be intentional. It's a visual cue to put down your phones, to track and measure your time away while you do what's truly important. What happens is you'll put your phone away. You'll not even remember that you put it away. You'll have time with your family, and then you have an app that helps you see how much time you spent off your phone. It's a way to instill pride in your behavior, a pat on the back for a job well done, and a true invitation to the things that we all say actually truly matter. If you lean into RO, it will change your family life and culture. Check out RO at goaro.com. That's G O A R O.com. Get one month free off of either an annual or a two year RO membership when you use the code Launch. Hey, y'all, it's Jamie, and I don't know if you know this or not, but I attended a Christian college. In fact, I graduated from Houston Baptist University, and I really loved being at an institution where faith was integrated into our learning, and now of my four kids, one is already in college, two are really close, and we're looking at colleges, and then one is coming up the line. But if you have a student with college on the horizon, I want to tell you about find your Christian college. When you visit findyourchristiancollege.com, you can explore more than 200 Christian college options through the school search engine. You can filter the search based on things like size or location, majors and athletics. Find Your Christian College collaborates with hundreds of Christian high schools, colleges, and universities across North America to promote Christian higher education. You can also find and register to attend one of over 125 in-person Christian college fairs across the U.S. These fairs take place every fall and spring. And if you can't travel, there's virtual Christian college fairs as well. Find out more at findyourchristiancollege.com slash launch. That's findyourchristiancollege.com slash launch. Our next expert was a no brainer. Elisa Keaton is an author, speaker, and in her own words, a freedom bringer. Elisa runs Revelation Wellness, which is faith based training for your body, mind, and spirit. Their tagline is "Love God, Get Healthy, Be Whole, Love Others." Elisa has written two books, with her latest book coming out this summer. It's called "The Body Revelation." physical and spiritual practices to metabolize pain banish shame and connect to God with your whole self I highly recommend picking up that book we asked Elisa to speak on the topic of bodies because it's what she speaks on all the time she's the best she loves God faithful and she wants people to also love and live in the freedom that God gives them inside their bodies so here's our expert Elisa Keaton
0: oh my goodness Lisa you did not go too far (laughs) Hey, it's Alisa Keaton, uh, founder of Revelation Wellness, and I was sitting on the edge of my seat throughout this entire interview conversation. It was so good. As a health and wellness pro for over 30 years, you guys, I have seen and lived through and even contributed to the diet culture that we are coming out of. So grace to us all, grace to everyone, grace. And when it comes to our bodies, I don't think at any time, especially in the history of the church, have we ever seen or known what it means to be free. We are the generation going first. So grace to all of us listening to your sweet story about Shay, Lisa, And Jamie, just walking through and out of these bonds, and, and, and some of it is trauma bonds and wounds that we have with our bodies and the stories we've been told about them. Grace, everyone, grace to us. And let's definitely take a moment to pause for the cause, the trauma that we've lived through with our bodies. And Jesus came in a body. He came and gave his body. So the body matters. We've just really never known what to do with it. But now is our time, ladies and gentlemen. Now is our time. I'm sweating. My palms are sweating. (laughs) I wish I could grab everyone by the face and say, look at me in the eyes. This is our time. Because culturally right now, we are standing in the gap. We can't go back to where we've been. And we know better now. We know it doesn't work. Hey, side note, 97% of all diets fail. You have a better chance of surviving metastatic lung cancer than being successful on a diet. It doesn't work. And that's what I love about the enemy and foolishness Doesn't work. It eventually terminates on itself. But wisdom and truth and love and goodness, that prevails. That is eternal. And so we can't go back to where we've come from, but we are to go forward because the body is still good. When it comes to our bodies and the conversations about our bodies and the stories we tell others about our body and how we live out our, our physical life in our body in front of our sons and daughters, it's fallow ground, everyone. It's, it's fallow ground, which biblically, when it talks about fallow ground, that word fallow means unused, usable ground. It just hasn't been used yet. We haven't demonstrated to the world what it means to be embodied, body, soul, spirit, And heart, mind, soul, and strength. Here's the deal. Health and our body is not about how we look. It's about how we feel. You said it, Jamie, exactly. That's exactly the measure to direct our hearts towards is how am I feeling in my body? Is my body achy? Do I feel tired, irritated? Do I have brain fog? These things matter. These are the things that matter and affect our soul and affect how we will make decisions in the day. This is what the body is for. These are things Jesus himself carried around in his body was stress and worry and love and joy and all while doing the father's will. Our bodies are about ability, not vanity. (laughs) I can wrap up My entire ministry in that word, our bodies are for ability. And if you are breathing today, blinking your eyes, smiling, able to hug a loved one and feel the warmth of their skin, you are a blessed person. So there's a lot of detoxing we have to do of our minds and even our soul desires, because not everything we desire is best. But We have a way through because we have a helper. And yes to therapy. A lot of us need to go to counseling. Yes, yes. And don't forget, in our inmost being is the wonderful counselor who has fearfully and wonderfully made us. So healing is here. Healing is now. Revelation about what our bodies is for is here and now. And it's time for this conversation as our shared friend Jess Conley has said, that the women who have gone before us will be proud. And the girls coming up behind us and the men and the boys coming up behind us will be free. We're in the gap, everyone. We're in the gap. And God is really good about gaps because gaps mean we have a need, God. Tell us what it is about our bodies that we need to know. And yes, I love it. I think it was Jamie. Was it Lisa? Someone said this, but this could not be more right on. Here's a battle plan as you walk forward, having this conversation about your body. Yes. Yes. To getting our children on our team. We're in this together. Ask your children to get on your team Y'all know as a family, we're a family unit. God chooses your children for you. He knows that they are here to teach you and to contribute to you. There is no junior Holy Spirit. They have wisdom to share and we need their help because we're breathing dirty air, but they are closer to more fresh air the younger they are. And then, of course, the culture is constantly trying to tell them what their body's for. But if we, in our home environment, have healthy air, where we're circulating and getting fresh air and going to one another and saying, hey, especially us as the parents, the authority, if we get them on our team by saying, we need their help, we're kind of coming out of the fog of the culture prior to us telling us what our bodies were for. And if we can go to them in humility and vulnerability and say, hey, I'm working on this. This is a pitfall for me. This is a vulnerability for me. And God has chosen you and me to be on the same team. Can you help me with this? If I start to say something that seems icky or not right, or if I'm just not paying attention to what I'm saying about my body, or if I say anything about your body, could you help me? I'm telling you, our children will be thrilled to give us the feedback. Take the feedback. We need them on our team. And if you get it wrong, ask for forgiveness. Forgive me. Man, nothing, nothing stunts the gospel more than our pride. And all of that gets stuck in our bodies. So let us all rise up today in our good, healthy, and working bodies and say to the enemy, today, the jig is up. We see you. We aren't playing your game anymore. And God has given us everything we need to be free, to live a life according to the Spirit who dwells in our body and not our flesh that wants us to stay focused on less important things. And now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. You are free. Listener, you are free. Jamie, you are free. Lisa, you are free. Your body is free to be any shape or size you desire or want it to be or allow it to be as long as you have the heart God wants you to have. Let's do this. This is the time. Thanks, guys, for letting me talk. I could talk about this all day. Oh, my gosh. I love you all so much. Jamie, Lisa, community people, you guys are awesome. We'll do this together. Let's go.
1: Launch is a production of Ivy Media Podcasts. Executive producer, Jamie Ivy. Produced and edited by Angie Elkins. Editing assistance from Lindsay Barnett and Roger Abanza. Show notes by Nikki Ogden. Art by Noel Rhodes and Maddie Byers. Original music by Matt Graham, hosted by Lisa Whittle and myself, Jamie Ivey. Thanks for listening to Launch with Jamie Ivey and Lisa
0: Whittle, Season 2. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide.